We're back with an episode of Crack Attack. Here it is. You'll understand that terrible joke here in just one second. Here we go. Welcome back to the Cash Compound podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Jay Do, and in studio today, I've got a good, an old friend. Didn't realize how old the friendship so old. was going at this point. <laughs> I got a couple years on me. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, what we're doing here is cracking the code to cash flow, and uh, I, that crack word is going to come up a couple times because I have a friend and expert in health and wellness, a chiropractor buddy of mine, Jeremy Wilson. Dr. Wilson, thanks for being here, man. Glad to have you. Glad to be here. Glad to be on the show. Glad, glad, glad that you're having me on the show. Glad that you're okay. Very good. We, we'll start over in a second. No, no, no. Got so, up. thank you so much for uh, coming by, man. So, yeah, we this. I would say that our conversation and our warm up here has been several years in the making around Absolutely. this conversation. But uh, you're doing some great things. We'll get into that uh, first, and then we'll talk a little bit about how. Um, we're maybe along the same path for wellness, financially fit, physically fit, and things like that, and the things that we uh, kind of share in helping people get better and be better. Absolutely. Yeah, man. There's a lot of parallels between health and, and, and wealth, yeah. for sure. So. Yeah. Very good. So let's go back. Let's start with that health game, man. Yeah. You and I met uh, in 2010-ish, Ish. maybe 2011. Yep. And uh, we were out there grinding. Tell yes. everybody what we were doing. Man. Back in the day, we used to get after it in the in the friendly confines of the CrossFit gym. Right. By friendly, it means we're all in this misery together. <laughs> is what it meant. Right. And it was uh, yeah. it was a nice little box, and it was uh, hot and sweaty, and we got a lot of good workouts in, and yeah, definitely worked on our on our health and fitness, and you know, kind of pushed each other and made. You know, kept their eye on each other, make sure you weren't no repping anything. Right? <laughs> Got to right. get your reps in. Right. And Oh, uh, goodness. What a crazy time. Now, we want to know, put in the comments, wherever you are watching us, listening to us, are you into that crazy stuff in CrossFit? So I got in May 1st, 2010. The reason I know that is because I jumped in at the beginning of the month with my mother. I bought her a membership subscription with me um, to see if she would go. She was becoming a grandmother that month. My brother had the first grandbaby. Wow. And um, I said, Mom, let's go out here and sweat to the oldies. You're just going to be fit and trim and all this stuff. Come to the gym with me. Neither of us knew what CrossFit was when we showed up. I learned of CrossFit the night prior to showing up. Get out of here. She agreed to come with me because my stepdad forced her into it and said, yeah, yeah, go ahead and try it. I was paying for it. And then I went in my room. I lived with him at the time. I was grown, but I lived with him at the time. So I went to look. That's why I was with him, and I heard about it. So I said, Mom, I'll buy you a thing. I looked online, got a little YouTube vid. I was like, what? I'm not even going. <laughs> what is this? These people are angry. Yeah, you know? yeah. So um, so tell me, your experience um, at CrossFit, you, you were kind of new to our area of town. We live in Greenville, South Carolina, northwest Correct. corner, the upstate. Um, how long had you been around, and had you been, like, physically active in that way? Were you angry when I met you? That's what I'm wondering. No, I was uh, very happy, very happy. Uh, that's how. Uh, that's why I was so happy, because I got the exercise. Exercise releases endorphins, which mm. is a great, great thing to keep yourself happy. Um Let's see. I, I really got in it probably a few years before that, before it became uh, really cool to do CrossFit. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, you know, always looking for outlets. I uh, played sports in college. I played baseball. I was a catcher in college. And once I got out of that and didn't have a career there, um, yeah. So then it was, you know, what's the other outlet to uh, be competitive right? and oh, yeah. exercise and sweat? And so that's where CrossFit came along. And then, um, yeah. And then, you know, 
I was new in the town. The first thing I always did was I would always look up where's the CrossFit gym in town. Okay. And so that's where that's how I ended up there. But the second thing you looked up was church. You actually came to church with me one I time. Did. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, yeah. I do remember so, that. Um, that building, I met my wife in that building at a church service, I don't know, a year before I, you know, we went or something like that. Yeah, man. Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe I hadn't met her at the time you came with me. Because I sat with you. I yeah. didn't sit with her. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe we were Maldon, on a... Right? Yeah, in Malden. Yeah, yeah, Malden, South Carolina. Maybe we were on a break, as they say at Friends. Mm. I don't know. Gotcha. On Friends. But here's what I'm realizing. Our time, my time, inside that particular CrossFit gym atmosphere, I met, it wasn't just physical. It was a lot of meeting of the minds in there. Mm. It was a lot of entrepreneurial people. Yes. A lot of people, yes. and maybe it was because of the time of day we chose to go, because it was kind of slightly later in the morning for people who have a nine to five, it would have been slightly later. I was a 7 a.m. guy for years. Mm -hmm. And that maybe is when we kind of ran into each other. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of great people, real estate people yep. who were killing it, sales people and things like that. And at the time I was working a J-O-B, but I met you there. And one of the things that you helped me understand is you said that the body is a, not a wireless machine. It is a wired machine, and your spine and your and your uh, veins and your um, uh, nerves, nervous system, it all is connected. Correct. And you've got to make sure that none of those wires are getting twisted and flipped, turned upside down, as the Fresh Prince would say. Absolutely. And I was like, that hit me in a way that obviously I haven't forgotten. Mm -hmm. 10, 13, 12 years later, and I was like, man, if someone had broken it down for me like that, I wouldn't have thought you were so crazy this whole time you've been next to me. At the gym. So yep. help me understand your journey into health and the wellness around that and, uh, you know, what, you're, what you've been doing for the last decade. Yeah, I mean, um, my journey's kind of long, and I don't think you want to hear that whole entire Well, story, tell the good parts. I don't yeah, want to lose sure. an audience out here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, I really got into looking at health, um, you know, playing sports. I hurt my shoulder. Um, went to a lot of experts who thought they knew what was wrong with it, and um, following their advice kind of went nowhere. Um, and then someone, you know, said, Hey, why don't you look at the nerves in your neck? They go up to your shoulder. There's a possibility that there could be something blocking that. Um, went to a chiropractor, got adjusted. My shoulder, uh, recovered so much faster. I got better results. Um, I, I performed wow. better. Okay. And, and so, um, the crazy thing about it, a lot of other ailments I had going on, I used to get sore throats and a runny nose all the time. And, uh, a lot of that stuff cleared up. And so, um, going to college, learn about anatomy. And I'm like, this is amazing. If you actually look at the human body and everything that's in there and how it all works together, it's, it's literally phenomenal that all that stuff works and runs and operates and you don't even have to think about it. Right. It, 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 I'm it, glad I don't. Cause <laughs> I'm glad you and the Lord and Correct. the professors are thinking about it. Cause I don't know what's happening. Yeah. There's, yeah. There, there's a lot going on in there. And so that's where they were just like, it's just an amazing thing, the human body. And so sort of learned more and more about that. And then, you know, went into chiropractic school and, um, open up practice here in Greenville and, and, um, saw some awesome things as, as a chiropractor. And, um, but there was always limitations. There was okay. always certain things right. that, you know, patients would come in with and it just like, man, I just, I don't know how much we were going to be able to help you with, you know, adjustments and supplements. And so, um, about five years into practice, I, I, um, started to reach out to other healthcare professionals and, 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 uh, developed a model where we actually have, uh, a medical doctor, a nurse practitioner, and a chiropractor all under one roof. Okay. And we all work together um, to find the best way to help people get better without drugs and without surgeries. Mm. 
And so it's pretty amazing what they actually have on the medical side. Um, I know a lot of people think of, you know, pharmaceutical industries and surgeries and, and those types of things, but there, there's actually a lot of, especially new, newer stuff, cutting edge with stem cell therapy, yeah. regenerative oh, yeah. medicine. Yeah. And you start to mold those two things together. And it's really been phenomenal to take somebody who, you know, probably would have benefited a little bit from chiropractic and a little bit from regenerative mm-hmm. medicine and the doctor and molding those two together and, and, and getting that much better results. I mean, you're, you're just exponential results with these people. Um, and, and, and again, like marrying the two things that you never think would actually get along. You never think chiropractors and, and, do, and right. medical doctors would right. actually play together. And it's, it, I've, I've had some amazing relationships with medical doctors that absolutely love what we do and, um, and hearing their insight as well and their approach. It's so cool to hear another approach to something like health that is completely outside of what you've always thought. Like you've always thought that this is how it was done and to open your mind and say, wow, like this is a very intelligent, like one of our um, supervising MDs, he's an, he's a certified anesthesiologist. Okay. That's and, big time. Yeah. Like he yeah. knows his stuff. Yeah. Um, he's a certified anesthesiologist in, in Canada and talking to him, he's so just super intelligent and in understanding how to diagnose the, the body and, and conditions and, and to, to, just throw ideas at them and be like, well, what would you do in this situation? What about this patient? What are you seeing with this? And so, and, and for, for him to sit right across from me and not think any differently, the <laughs> fact that, you know, I adjust the spine to help someone get better. He tries to, you know, perform a surgery or some sort of other um, way of helping the body get better. You know I mean? It's two different approaches, but we both have, you know, helping the patient in mind. So. Love it. Very good. Now let's switch gears a little bit and, Connect those dots. You mentioned earlier that health and wellness, healthness and wealthness go together. So how would you start to describe that? Because we have some similar events. You're not just here to try to get my audience to understand the body, even though it's very important. But there is a connection there. And we have a connection that we've been trying to link up on in the last few years. So tell us about how that journey of your entrepreneurial career, how the health of the body translates into maybe a more of a physical form of wealth as well. I got to find this research study. Mm -hmm. It's there. It's a few years back probably, but I believe they said that 60 or 70% of bankruptcies are due to medical bills. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can believe that. That makes sense. So, so as much as we try to focus, say on, on certain things in our life, our health, or just, hey, I'm going to focus on my wealth. I'm going to build up a bunch of wealth and build up a bunch of wealth. And then all it takes is one catastrophic accident, something bad to happen to you. And next thing you know, you got medical bills and th- things that you thought were going to be covered by your insurance. And you just get blindsided by those things. And and so when you lose your health, you can lose your wealth. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. And then I think it, it go I think it goes both ways, right? I mean, if you're constantly stressed about money, you're not sure what you're supposed to do with it, you, you know – the way I was raised, I don't think my parents did a, a great job of explaining money to me. Sure. Oh, yeah. They um, did, though. You know, they did. <laughs> right. Not my, mine. Yeah. I was re- good I re- people, but they didn't know what to do either. No. So they didn't give me a lot of great insight on how to handle those things. Right. And I, I remember asking my mom, I was like, if someone mentions the word money to you, what do you, what's the first thing that pops in your head? And she's like, the devil, right? The, devil. the, de- <laughs> the actual devil. Yikes. Yeah. Mom went straight for it. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. And so it, it's, it's just kind of funny how, um, yeah, I mean, that wasn't really something that, um, was, I was raised on or taught a whole lot about, 
but you know, if you don't take care of your money and you're not a good steward of your money, you know, it could definitely play uh, havoc on your health. Oh yeah. You know, you can, if you're constantly stressed about your money and your finances, how can you be a healthy person? If you're constantly stressed about money and finances, how do you, how do you afford healthier things? I mean, I find, you know, unfortunately, you know, we have health insurance, but really it's sick insurance. Yeah, right. Right. Ooh, I yeah. mean, the, the insurance policies only pay for stuff once you're sick or yeah. like, you know, you have an right. accident. It's not so, preventative maintenance. It's no. not uh, knowledge based education on what to do to keep yourself out of the hospital. It's just not those things. Right. Traditionally. And, and so if you want to be healthy, a lot of times that has to come out of your pocket, right? You have to spend the time to learn mm. what's the healthier things to do. Yeah. You have to spend the money to go get the healthier supplements or food or the gym memberships, the CrossFit memberships um, to keep get yourself in, in, in really good health. Um, and so, yeah, again, like it's, you know, learning, it's money, it's value, you know, it, it's all those things. And I, and I feel like there's so many parallels when it comes to health and wealth. They're, they're, they're really side by side in my mind. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I think it all starts in the way you think, right? You've got to think right. about these things well and differently maybe than you were even taught by Correct. your great um, meaning parents or teachers and all that stuff, right? I, I'm not judging the character of anybody that brought me up. However, there were things they just didn't know. Correct. So they couldn't share it with me, right? 100%. Yeah. So I'm sitting next to this dude after doing a few burpees and some thrusters, right? And he's trying to tell me that my body's connected. And I'm like, you know what? This cat is making sense. You know, that seems to make sense. I've just never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. Let's transition a little bit, man. We were just now talking about 2015 mm -hmm. in terms of financial wellness and fitness and awareness. Both you and I both got wind of some information. Correct. And you, we took that information internally and changed some things about our finances at that time. But yes. I want to hear your story since I have not heard it. 2015, my story came because a friend who was in real estate said, you got to look at this thing. I think it's called fractional banking. Terrible explanation. <laughs> but you got to read a book, yada, yeah, yada, yada. Yeah, so tell me yeah. your journey, man. So we're out here cracking the code to cash flow, helping people utilize the infinite banking concept and permanent insurance and the living benefits of it. How'd you hear about this? Where were you? Why didn't you call me? Maybe you heard about it a couple months before I did. That's funny. That fractional banking, that friend of mine actually mentioned that first before we went out to the seminar. I was out in Salt Lake City. Oh, you went to a seminar. They said fractional as well. Uh, yeah, well, that's my friend said fractional. I was like, that's not what's going on, but he was trying. No, yeah. He was trying. He, he, yeah. I don't think he understood exactly yeah. what the concept and how it all worked. So then we go out to the seminar out in, uh, I believe it was Salt Lake City, and um, listen to Garrett Gunderson talk about um, the whole life policies and cash flow banking and um, immediately got his book. And, and I, I just at the time, like being a chiropractor, you're kind of looked at as like an outsider, you're a fringe not, member of the medical community. Yeah. Like yeah. you're, you're not a real doctor and, and, and type of thing. And so like our, it seemed like the way that we thought about health was different than the way everybody else does. And so when I read his book, I was like, this guy sounds just like me. He's like, he thinks about money completely different than the way that everybody else mm. is telling me to think about money. And so, like, I really gravitated to his message about how the Rockefellers, you know, what would they do with their money and how do they create generational wealth is not by having a large bank account, but it's by by actually learning, right, yeah. opening your mind to different ways of looking at wealth 
and creating a system inside of that that protects you and can transfer that wealth down the road. And so that was 2015, and that's when um, still kind of early in practice, didn't have a whole lot of money. And sure. they're like, you know, you need to get a permanent life policy, and everybody else is saying, don't do that, right. don't do that, don't right. do that. And I was like... And I, so you decided after one seminar, well, you read a book too, I guess, yeah. but you're like, you know, I'm going with the crazy guy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there, was so, there was a lot of things that... Um, part of the package, you know, okay. they were going to help amend some taxes, which I, I, I needed some help with and some other business advice, which yeah. was really, okay. really helpful with yeah. it too. And, um, and then to sit down and be like, once you look through all that and you learn cash flow, that was, you know, the first piece is you got to understand what cash flow is. And so once I understood that piece, you go, I actually do have the money to put towards this. Yeah. So you know what? That was the same thing. So I was a big Dave Ramsey fan. 2015, okay. sure, I had gotten sure. out of debt previously, um, utilizing his kind of envelope system and his baby steps and debt reduction and all that. I, I was down with that. But what I started to understand as soon as I was out of debt actually was the lack of cash flow, right? I have to go back to work to go get money again, which is normal. There's nothing wrong with this. But when someone told me, hey, Jay, do if you're spending cash on everything, that means you work hard, you save up. And then when you spend money, you go back to zero. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how it works. But I don't owe anyone else money, right? I'm not in debt, mm-hmm. but I save up, go back to zero. And they said, what if you could utilize a system where when you spent from it, you never went back to zero? Mm-hmm. Now, I paraphrased because I've gotten pretty good at explaining that to other people. But when I started to understand a little bit about what they were saying, I was like, man, This is a paradigm shift in how I think Mm -hmm. because I was also told that this permanent life insurance product was the way to go. And I was like, no, Dave Ramsey told me I would actually go to hell. I'm not (laughs) trying to go to hell. I'm trying to – me and Dr. Wilson, we're meeting in church. We're good people. Why would I go to – and life insurance, I have to die and go to hell at the same time? Mm -hmm. Like, no wonder. Y'all been – this is years – centuries of people like this. They've been been holding us down, right? They told us we have to die and go to hell, sell our soul to the devil. Whole life policies and money are the devil. Right, right. (laughs) So it was really crazy. So around that time, yeah, man, um, I also learned uh, what this system was. I did not start with this book, but I saw you had liked – a uh, one of our greatest friends out there. Many of you who listen to us know him, Brent Kessler at the Money Multiplier. He's a chiropractor, and so I started snooping around in different Facebook groups trying to find some people with who actually thought this was a good idea. Yep. And I saw you being a mutual friend that you had liked some group. Maybe yep. it was actually Garrett's book group or something like that. And I saw I was like, oh my gosh, hit you up. Hey man, you got one of these policies, right? Y'all yep. got any more of them policies? You know, <laughs> whatever. And uh, you were like, yeah, I got one. I was like, oh, okay, great, great, great. Because I didn't, you know, at the beginning, who knows what you're telling people? Right. I don't know what I've got. You right. know, you, hey, come on over. You explain it to me, right there, whatever. And so, 2016 um, in March is when I got my first policy, and of course, we have a bunch now. We train and help people understand the system. But yeah, he's a. This is a great book. We're plugging his book. Um, I got to sit down a little bit with him and see him in action because uh, Garrett now he's. Uh, Helping people understand money and their relation to it in actually a dramatic consulting and mindset environment now. Yes. So I think he has a slightly different approach. He sold off one of his businesses, and now he actually travels and trains mm-hmm. um, people in their 
mindset, their their family system and things sure. like that. So great dude. Yeah, I got to speak on stage with him and um, took a picture with him. I guess we'll throw it up there somewhere. And uh, yeah, what would the Rockefellers do that he doesn't can't use this name anymore? The Rockefeller family system found him. Because it still exists. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh. so it's called What Would Billionaires Do Now? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. It's not this book anymore. Book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So his old partner, uh, Isom, uh, maybe in 2015, there's a guy named Michael Isom. I'm Facebook friends with him now. But they wrote the first edition of this together. So, yeah, yeah at arm's length, buddies with Isom, too, and all that stuff. Maybe you saw them back in 2015. Yeah, man, completely changed my life and uh, shifted the way I think, also shift the way money flows and grows inside our household and life. So real crazy. So here we go. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Since we haven't oh, got boy. to sit down, you've been in business. I've been in business. Okay. But how have you utilized your family banking system? Have you used it? There's a lot of people out there, I think, who get excited, get started with the product, but they don't really use the process. So I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that, that's a great point. I mean, I didn't hundred percent know what I was getting into. I mean, it, it all you know for face value made sense what you're trying to do with it, and I looked at it more of of, of a savings account versus the four hundred one ks and IRAs. I looked at it more of, of a savings. I'm, I'm going to put away a thousand dollars a month, and I'm just not even going to think about it. Got that's it? that's where it's going to go. So much for a banking system. You don't put money in the bank and not think about it. Um, and so over time, you know, I, I you know saw it grow, and yeah. there's uh, like wow, there's actually some cash value to all this, and like wow, like there's this is actually working out, right? Like, like what they said is true. Yeah, there's money they, in there. Yeah, what they said is actually is yeah. actually working. And so um, yeah, I mean, what was nice just recently last year. Um, we wanted to do a remodel on our oh, bathroom. Yeah. And so um, instead of trying to use credit cards or take out a loan through the bank or, um, you know, find another way of getting the money, I was like, well, you know, this is low interest money that we can just take out of our whole life policy and, you know, just stroke a check and not have to worry about it. And so that's something that we were actually able to nice. do. Nice. Very good. And uh, what was really good, you know, the housing market too, you know, the, it, it became an investment in the house. The, increase the value of the house. Oh, love so, it. Yeah. Um, you know, increase appraisal value and, and, and it was a great use of that money. Um, and you know, it's, it's just kind of interesting again, like how all this stuff goes for full circle is just like, man, I'm, you know what, I'm glad I got in touch with Jay do again. Cause now I want to talk about what else yeah. can we do with this money? I know you got some great ideas. Yeah, and man, things that we do even, we do man. But at the same time, I'm trying to figure out what my neck and back are hurting. So I'm glad you're here. So <laughs> exactly. got this trick ankle. Help each other. Yeah. <laughs> so help me out. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, love it. Okay. Well, tell us about what you're starting in our neck of the woods, man. We're going to be able to team up, help people. And you have a new production Avenue that you guys are just launching. You've got two chiropractic offices, but that's not enough. The world is not enough. So tell us about where we can find you on the airwaves. I think you got some new things for us. Yeah, so we uh, we love this idea of the podcast, and so we, we want to start um, unveiling our podcast and releasing our information about health and wellness yeah. um, to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we want to start uh, expanding a little bit more. We're actually um, looking at uh, moving on up to the like the Rock Hill area, okay. closer to Charlotte. So yeah. we're going to expand and open up an office up there and help the people out there. But um, in the time being, um, yeah, we're going to start up a podcast. Um, you'll be able to find us at superiorhealthcaresc.com. We'll be posting a lot of stuff up on there, and um, you know, um, I'm excited to see where this can take us because I think, again, there's there's 
so many different ways of getting information nowadays. And um, unfortunately, you know, I, I think the way that people have gotten their healthcare information, um, you, you, I mean, just look at the, the health of Americans these days, um, where we're getting our information is not leading us in a very good direction. Um, and no, so, I remember that food pyramid they tried to tell me about when I was in school. <laughs> Correct. And now everybody looks at it and goes, what the heck is this? Right. Everyone. They're yes. like, what? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's backwards. It's up yeah. to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's upside down pyramid. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm excited to start, um, you know, diving into different um, things that people can do for their health and different avenues. And again, now, you know, having medical professionals and doctors on our side that um, can lead the direction of what even medicine has to offer. Because again, like I, I think there's just amazing things that people are starting to understand now in regenerative medicine with stem cell therapies and, and, and what that can do to help people regenerate their bodies over time and, and not just aesthetics and getting rid of wrinkles, but, you know, stopping degeneration and arthritis in people's bodies and, and whatnot. So yeah, I, I, I'm excited to start getting that information out to people so they can start to see and open up their mind and, yeah. you know, again, like change the way that they're, they're thinking and approaching yeah. these things because um, there's not just one way to do it. There's, there's always more. So Love it. So before we go, give us one or two things that my audience who hasn't heard from me very much about their health, a little bit more about their wealth, give us something we can take away and do today. Something you, we need to think about, stop doing, start doing. What do you got for us, Dr. Wilson? I think by far, you know, our the human body has been made to move. Like movement is is so crucial. Um, and, and unfortunately, like a lot of our patients are typically in the older population and you talk to them and you realize they just don't move. Mm. We just we we live in a, in a world where conveniences are everywhere. I mean, you can drive up to the target now and they'll just stick the bag in the back of your car and, and you drive off. Like mm. you literally don't even have to get out to get your groceries. You don't even have to walk out. So just, I think the biggest thing is, is first off, just get up and, and move. Your body has joints. It has muscles because it's, it's there to, to be moving. Right. The other approach I think is, is just not not necessarily like second opinions, okay. But like I talk to a lot of people that are just they're they're they they love their doctor, and there's nothing wrong with loving your doctor, right? I mean, those people are very intelligent. They they obviously are in practice to help people, but I I don't think that there's anything wrong with going to find other opinions. I'm always mm -hmm. I'm always looking to talk to other people. Talking to massage therapists, how would you approach this? Talking to physical therapists, how would you uh, approach this? People, uh, dietitians, uh, naturopaths, um, looking at other professionals and and having one ailment and saying, no, I'm only going to listen to this one doctor because I they're the only person that I know and they're the person I trust. Like I, I feel like that's very very short sighted, and I and I think that kind of takes away from your ability to um, find other avenues to help your ailments out. You know what I mean? And, and I, I don't know, again, like, I feel like it parallels so much with finances. Like, Love, all, right. right? Like hey, you said movement, easy. money is meant to flow. That's it's meant to flow. Same thing. We got to get that movement in there. And some of your money stinks. It's stagnant, not going anywhere. So, uh, we'll appreciate it. There's so much more we can unpack, man. Look yeah. forward to having you back on the show at some point. For sure. And, uh, thanks for stopping by the office. We look forward to finding you superior healthcare SC. Com. That's it. Love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got the doc in here helping us crack the code to cash flow. We'll talk to you again very soon. <laughs>